It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily Washington Redskins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, every day, every day. All right, it is a new episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Good to have you with us as we begin a new work week and a new week period. And as we draw closer to actual practices uh, for the Washington football team in their first year under Ron Rivera. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you again with us as we uh, do this thing. And we have a couple of big, huge stories Uh, that we have for you. Plus, we also have running backs coach Randy Jordan. So we caught up with him on Friday, uh, and it was too late to get in last week because we were a little bit backed up in terms of sound, but we have that for you today as well. We welcome back DoorDash into the fold right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. More on that in a second, but let's get you three big news stories uh, and then we'll get to you, uh, get you to Randy Jordan. Again, the longtime running backs coach. He was uh, brought here in 2014 Uh, by Jay Gruden and stayed one of only two assistants from Jay Gruden's staff that was kept and retained by Ron Rivera. Uh, And uh, maybe it was those North Carolina ties, Randy Jordan from North Carolina and coached at the University of North Carolina uh, before coming up to Washington. uh, And of course, Ron Rivera there. Uh, We will see about that connection. But so the three big news stories, one doesn't include the Washington football team, but certainly it has some sort of an impact, and that is Philadelphia Eagles head coach Doug Peterson has tested positive for COVID-19. Now, our understanding based on all the reports and based on the statement that the team gave uh, on Sunday night was that, you know, he hadn't been around players and if they were following protocol, that is correct, and that should be the case, meaning virtual uh, because they were just taking physicals and taking COVID-19 tests last week. Um, that doesn't mean that, you know, again, Ron Rivera was fist-bumping players upon their arrival because he hadn't met them um, in the team parking lot uh, last week, right? So, I mean, that doesn't mean he's had no contact, uh, but the belief is, at least as of late Sunday night, that he has had no player contact, and that is obviously important and good. Uh, That doesn't mean that nobody else, uh, of course, came in contact with him and that it can't spread somehow, uh, as we've seen in various different sports and various different ways, uh, and in college football locker rooms and to some degree in NFL uh, workouts and all that stuff. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers had a couple of cases like this in an informal workout. Uh, you know, again, 
I mean, obviously, everybody is taking a lot of caution. Well, most people are. Uh, and I'm sure Doug Peterson will be kept away until he is absolutely uh, in the clear. We hope the best for him. Certainly has an impact on Washington just from the standpoint of that's their week one opponent, and obviously a division rival. And, you know, more importantly, like, sure, there might be some inherent advantage here, uh, especially with no offseason program. But the Eagles are such a veteran team that, quite honestly, I mean, do they really need Doug Peterson the first couple of days of practices? The answer to that is no. The only way that this really has an impact is if Doug Peterson, you know, for whatever reason, has to be away for an extended period of time. Uh, so hoping the best for him. Uh, good football coach, obviously. He's done a great job with the Philadelphia Eagles uh, over the last several seasons. So certainly hope uh, he gets better and, and, you know, certainly hope that most, uh, most, you know, I guess just as important, you know, that a lot of his players didn't come down with anything if they were potentially exposed to anyone else or Doug Peterson himself. The other thing uh, that we have for you is Dontrell Inman, veteran wide receiver, 6'3", about 215, worked out with the Washington football team over the weekend uh, and could be on the verge, could be on the verge of signing a deal. Maybe by the time you listen to this, uh, he might be uh, under contract and, and have a reported agreement. I'm trying to work on trying to find out that information to see how his workout went. But as of midnight, Sunday night here into Monday morning, I have not been able uh, to get that information. But as Field Yates put on ESPN on Twitter, look, teams are allowed to host certain players if they have the intent to signing uh to sign them so meaning you you know teams are no longer bringing in four five six seven different guys to work out like they used to that's not happening so you can only bring a player now because of COVID-19 restrictions and all the testing and all the requirements and all the safety and whatever if you have an intention I guess to sign. Now, that doesn't mean you have to sign that player because if they have a terrible workout or for whatever reason they're in awful shape, you know, then I guess you can back away, but you might have to provide some documentation, some video, because you could have an, a situation with the NFLPA where a grievance is filed, right? I mean, again, we don't want these big open workouts where, um, you know, where six or seven guys are coming in like normal on a normal Tuesday in the NFL regular season. Now, I don't know how they're going to tackle that again then, but we're going to have to streamline the process, right, for everything. Uh, so it, it it appears likely that Dontrell Edmond will um, sign a contract. I, I'm kind of surprised. Uh, not that a guy like Inman would draw interest of course you know big big kid um veteran receiver well-traveled been with the Indianapolis Colts twice been with the Chargers organization both in San Diego and in LA now twice um he uh He's been with the the Patriots, the Chicago Bears, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Toronto of the CFL. He's got a I think a hundred and I want to say a hundred and seventy five or so uh, NFL catches. Um, just pulling up his numbers here: sixty five career games 
in the NFL, 170 career catches, uh, 200 uh, 2,282 yards and a 13-4 average with 11 touchdowns. And then you throw on another 100 catches in the CFL. Those first numbers were the 170 catches and nearly 2,300 yards uh, just in the NFL. Uh, five years again with the Chargers organization, was with them a little bit uh, last year as well. Um couple of years and a couple of stints in Indianapolis and one year in Chicago. He was with New England, but he never actually played a game. He was signed during the offseason and then let go in mid-August. I think when they told him he wasn't going to make the roster, he asked for his release and they released him. So he was with New England for a little while, but never actually played a game. And again, has extensive area uh, experience rather in terms of the CFL and the NFL and multiple organizations. Now, how he could fit here is very simple. Uh, Washington needs a veteran receiver, number one. They need a big body target to kind of match, you know, that 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 opposite position of the X receiver and Terry McLaren, the go down the field, stretch vertically. Uh, they need a guy that is a big bodied kid 6'3 again 215 and can run those shorter routes uh, those in routes the actually pro football reference is listing him at at 205 I I thought I read uh, that he was 215 either way 6'3 for sure Um, you know you need that kind of guy on the short to intermediate routes. It doesn't mean he can't run. It doesn't mean he can't get open down the field, uh, depending on coverage and whatever. But you need one of those guys, and you need more a veteran guy to kind of balance things out. Even though Terry McLaurin is essentially uh, a veteran mindset or a veteran brain, uh, and going into his second, you know, what happens if something happens to Terry? I mean, obviously the the Washington football team would be in a lot of trouble, but what happens if something happens to him? You know, so you need to add somebody with Kelvin Harmon out for the year, uh, with Emmanuel Hall blowing out his Achilles, and of course with Cody Latimer's disastrous legal situation. So uh, Dontrell Edmond makes a lot of sense. Kind of surprised they didn't go with Jarius Wright, um, who has experience with Scott Turner, the offense the new wide receivers coach, Hostler. Um, kind of surprised they didn't go there. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Inman, but certainly it looks like uh, that is going to be a situation. So we have that situation. Uh, and then uh, J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington reported this on Sunday morning that Alex Smith uh, impressed scouts, uh, people that he talked to, um, in four apparent consecutive workouts last week. So basically what happened was Alex Smith reported to the team facility about two weeks ago, did all of his testing, went through this five-day protocol period, uh, got cleared, again, didn't clear, and and Washington and Ron Rivera was very, like, you know, kind of weird on this. Uh, you know, he 
pass the medical part of his physical, but not the football part of his physical. So now he's trying to pass the football part of his physical. So he participated in four consecutive days of on-field workouts with trainers and performed well. Suffered no setbacks after the on-field work. Um, so that's what J.P. Finley is reporting. Now, again, they have not had a practice. They have not had any team drills. You know, I'm sure Alex Smith looked great. And I guess he didn't have any setbacks. That's awesome. But yet, I mean, he's looked great in all the filming that we've seen through the E60 series. He looked tremendous. I mean, he looks better than ever. Quick, sharp, decisive, great drops, great movement, all of that. Running full speed. So none of this really surprises me. But it just tells you when a guy can go through that amount of workouts. And I'm sure he's been doing this in terms of, you know, consecutive days and working out. No soreness and no setbacks a la Colt McCoy last year for a while now so that he knows he can handle the rigors of an NFL practice schedule. You know, this is just, I guess, a reaffirmation and a reconfirmation of where Alex Smith is at. Doesn't mean he's going to be activated. We'll have to see. This is a really good sign. Expected, I would say, but a really good sign. All right, so that is all of our news for the first show of the week. Coming up next, part one of Randy Jordan. Longtime Washington football team running backs coach. He's worked with Adrian Peterson, Darius Geis, and now has a couple of new weapons to work with. We will get all of that covered with him and more next right here uh, on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm Chris Russell. All right, guys, so we know you're busy. We know you're working from home in most cases, taking care of the kids. You're doing all sorts of honeydew lists, uh, items. You've got all your work. You've got the kids. You've got uh, things to take care of around the house, but you still need to eat, right? And you don't always want to cook, and you certainly don't want to clean. So if you want Chinese food, uh, if the kids want pizza, if someone's craving ice cream for a little dessert for lunch, dinner, whatever the case might be, and you can support local businesses by buying food from your restaurants in your community safely, there are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash, and they need you now more than ever. So support your favorite restaurants on DoorDash and do it now, right? Why wait? DoorDash is the app that brings you the food that you're craving right now, well, right to your door. Ordering is easy. I've done it. You've done it. Everybody's done DoorDash, right? You open the DoorDash app. You choose what you want to eat. Your food is left safely right outside your door. Contactless delivery, and away you go. So many different options. You can get literally whatever you want. And right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and you Enter the code locked on. That's $5 off your delivery, zero delivery fees on your first order at the DoorDash app. And make sure you enter the code locked on. That's code locked on, $5 off your first order at DoorDash.
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, this is the Locked on Washington football team podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Right out to Randy Jordan, longtime Washington running backs coach. Fun guy. Had a lot of good things to say uh, about a bunch of his players. We'll get as much of it for you here as we possibly can. We'll have to finish up on the next episode of L-O-W-F-T. Yes, Randy Jordan. Now, first of all, working with Ron has been awesome. You know, I've always been a big fan of his. Uh, being from North Carolina, I got a lot of uh, got a lot of family, you know, that was praying for me in this whole transition, you know, that are big fans of Ron, just big fans of the Panthers. And so when they heard that I had an opportunity to uh, uh, stay and, and um, uh, work alongside him, uh, that was extremely excited, just like I, I me mean, and my family were. And um, you talk you talk about the running back room. I mean, it's it's deep, you know. Uh, but I think the biggest thing is when you look at when you talk about depth, you can't have too much depth at any of your positions, especially the running back position because it's such a volatile position. You're getting hit on it every play. It doesn't take but one shot, you know, and then you're playing with your 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 second guy, and then your, your third guy becomes your second guy. And so uh, I think the thing is we do have depth, but we also have guys that are versatile, you know, and uh, guys that uh, is going to make each other better because of that deepness and um, brings out the competitiveness in them. Um, in terms of uh, each day trying to make each other better. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hey, Randy, uh, Ben Standig with uh, – sorry, Ben Standig with The Athletic. Um, obviously, everybody makes a big deal about uh, offensive playbooks and, and coordinators having different systems and things like that, and you obviously have to teach players in training camp things going along those lines beyond in addition to the fundamentals. I'm just curious, what are some of the things that maybe you're going to emphasize to some of the backs, especially the young guys with the new guys, that's, that's more in line with what Scott Turner is looking to do versus what you were doing under Jay Gruden? Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is when you when you look at this system, you know, and uh, Scotty has done a great job in the offseason, you know, in terms of the virtual meetings. Um, it, it's been extremely um, difficult, but uh, everybody's in the same boat, you know, um, you know, dealing with a pandemic and, you know, you, you can't work with the guys. Hey, man, or work with the guys until now. And uh, but in this system, to answer your question, you know, one thing that's a little bit different is, is the, uh, the the volume of, of um, routes that the uh, running back has uh, being able to read zone man, uh, different different little nuances that um, that he's carrying uh, with him from Carolina, what they use with, with McCaffrey. So that's the thing that I'm excited about as a coach is, is terms in terms of the flexibility of the running back being able to line up outside and take advantage of mismatches and um, getting guys out in space, you know, uh, comparatively in terms of some of the things that we've done since I've been here. Thank you. Hey, Michael Phillips here. Um, Wanted to ask you about Bryce Love. You've known him for a year now. We haven't got to see him on the field, obviously, as college production speaks for itself. What are we going to get to see when we finally see him on a football field? Well, I think the biggest thing is when when you look at Bryce, you know, phenomenal career at Stanford. You know, the number one thing, I've been knowing Bryce since he was in high school, actually recruiting when I was at the University of North Carolina. 
And uh, I think the biggest thing is what you get is a, is a player that has some of the same tools as his Stanford, you know, teammate in McCaffrey, a guy that can line up outside and catch the ball, uh, has some flexibility. Um, he's he's a, he's a kind of a tweener where he can he can run between the tackles, but also attack the edges with his speed and his quickness. And I think it's just for him is just having confident confidence in terms of making that cut, you know, and getting hit. And um, and that's the thing about uh, having no preseason games. You know, I will say that it hurts him as a player because he has not played. Um, but I'm sure all the practices that we have lined up, I will get a clean evaluation of him. Uh, but we're excited to have him back. Hey, Randy, Les Carver at the Washington Post. It's good to see you. Good to see you. Wanted to ask a little bit about Antonio Gibson. How do you see him? Do you see him more as a running back? Is he a receiver? Is he mostly working with you guys? How, how does he fit into all of this? He's an athlete. That's what he is. Um, just a couple of days that I've worked with him. Um, he's, he's, he's a guy that, you know, he's got good size. I mean, he's, he's, you look at his body, he's, he's, he, he's clay, um, you know, when you look at him. Um, for a guy that did what he did when he was at Memphis, just the sample size of runs, the explosiveness, you know, to, to be able to hit the home run. But then he has, uh, he has this, this background where he's played quarterback, he's played receiver. So when you talk about offense with him, he just doesn't see it from the standpoint of a running back. He sees it from all aspects, you know, because he's played all these different positions. But I see a guy that can catch. I see a guy – that can make a guy miss. I see a guy that has the size to run between the tackles, a guys that can um, attack the perimeter, you know, like they've done at Carolina with McCaffrey, a guy that can give you mismatches in the passing game. So I'm really excited about his, his development and the opportunity to work with him. All right, once again, that is Randy Jordan, part one. We'll come back and finish up the show with part two, and then we'll finish – Randy Jordan up on the next episode. Uh, we should also be able to hear from Washington defensive backs coach Chris Harris, uh, as well and other coaches that are meeting with the media uh, throughout the week as training camp is officially unofficially underway. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, once again, we finish up the Locked On Washington football team podcast with a little bit of Randy Jordan, longtime Washington running backs coach, brought here in 2014, and again, one of only two assistants to stay after Jay Gruden was let go and Bill Callahan was let go and Ron Rivera was brought in. So his perspective, very unique and interesting. Hey, Randy, Sam Fortier with the Washington Post. Thanks for doing this. How you doing, when you Sam? Talk about, uh, uh, when you talk about, you know, the volume of routes, I wonder, you know, maybe even more than you're accustomed to coaching, how does that change kind of how you approach, uh, you know, coaching your running backs? Well, let me, let me say this. this you know, I, I'm, I'm excited because it stretches me, you know, as a, as a coach. We always want to be challenged. 
right? And so for me is is learning uh, or uh, emphasizing something that I haven't emphasized in in a, in a long time. You know, the, you know, we had a, you know, this is going back, <laughs> this is going back. Uh, but uh, when we were at Oakland, you know, when I was playing, you know, um, we we had a you know a guy named Charlie Gardner. You know, this is just going. It's going back to telling telling you guys my age, um, but we we you know John Gruden uh, had a myriad of routes that could number one go from a particular read depending on the look, and then it's a it's a different route. So in this offense, that's what you're talking about. We're, a guy that has to be able to read coverage, be able to read guys' leverages, and make the right decision, and and still be in tune with the quarterback. And then the other thing is I'll fail to mention um, Coach King, Jennifer King, who's assisting me, um, mm-hmm. coming from Carolina. Uh, she's played receiver. Uh, she's played quarterback. Uh, pretty good athlete. And uh, because of her knowledge of the offense, she's been, a, uh, she's been great in terms of being able to turn over the things that she knows in terms of being able to give it to the, um, to the players so that we can get what we need to get done. And, and when you talk about looking at, you know, coverages and, and converting routes, obviously you have guys in that room like, like JD or Antonio who have done that, but then guys like AP or guys who might not have done that, I guess because of the shortened time you have with them, what do you think are reasonable expectations for those guys who, who haven't spent as much time running those routes, converting them uh, off looks? That's, that's a great, that's, that's a great question. I think the, I think the biggest thing for, for uh, Sam is the fact that, uh, as a coach, my job is, is, is to put players in position to be successful. So, number one, okay, everybody's not going to be running, um, you know, some of the routes. Right. But everybody has to be responsible in terms of knowing how to do it. So, you know, there may be a handful of things that we ask uh, 2-6 to do that's right in his wheelhouse, you know, Adrian, compared to guys or compared to, to, to Antonio, who's got – uh, a background and in, in running routes as a receiver to ask him to do a little bit more of those things, you know, so we're going to make sure that everybody knows exactly what to do, how to do it, you know, the way we wanted to do it, to, to get it done. And then we just got to find the, the individuals that, that can do it the best. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hey Randy, this is Pete Haley with NBC sports Washington. Thanks for What's going the- on, Pete. Uh, I got a really quick one before my serious one. Can you ask Ron to make sure the running backs stay in that like corner of the field near the media? Because we love having you there and we'd hate to see you guys leave. Gotcha, man. I, I'm sure of all the many things he got to, he yeah. got to take care of. He, he'll, he'll, he'll put that on the top of his list. Yeah. Right. I assume so thank you. Um, <laughs> okay. The serious one here. I'm sure this is one that has a, a million answers, but can you pinpoint one or two things about Adrian that, allows him to just continue to churn up yards even as he becomes a 35, 36-year-old running back? Well, first of all, number one, okay, you know, when God made him, okay, they, they, he, he just said, hey, you a football player. And he gave him all the tools, okay, the, the physical statue, the speed, you know, um, the vision, uh, being able to under, understand angles, you know, that he's a natural runner. Um, that's number one, just God-given ability. Okay, things that you can't coach. Uh, number two is I think that's what's his longevity is, and people will not talk about this, is that he had a stretch where he didn't play a lot of football when he came to the, to, to the Redskins, right? So in terms of that, he was able to pretty much uh, get rejuvenated, you know, and you think about the COVID situation. 
situation. We, we're not having the guys and grinding on them. They're at home. We're having Zoom meetings, right? So I think with this situation, even though it hurts us as a new staff, okay, but as a player that's 30, you know, older player, I won't ever say his number because they get mad at me in terms of how old he is, but in terms of a guy that's older, this is, this is something I feel like that will rejuvenate him and he'll come back just like he normally does in shape and ready to go. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. More of Randy J on the next day episode, if you smell what I'm cooking. I'm Chris Russell. As always, if you have any complaints, if you want us to do anything, please send me an email, russellmania09 at gmail.com, russellmania09 at gmail.com. If you have a question you want us to answer, if you want a idea, a suggestion, whatever it might be, or a complaint, go for it. Just be nice. Russellmania09 at gmail.com. Have a great start to your week. Adios. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.